the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. I want to jump in here with some breaking news just announced by NBC tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern on NBC, MSNBC, and all the NBC Universal platforms. President Trump will hold a live town hall hosted by Savannah Guthrie. It'll be one hour at 8 mm. o'clock Eastern in Miami. This will be held outdoors tomorrow night at the Perez mm-hmm. Art Museum in Miami, accordance with guidelines by health officials down there. Everyone will be tested. The president and Savannah will be 12 feet apart. The audience will be social mm-hmm. distance, required to wear face masks on premises, answer a questionnaire, have a temperature check, and every NBC News staffer will be tested on site, on the ground, in Miami. So obviously NBC News and the White House taking every precaution to make sure we can pull off this event safely again tomorrow night. Um, They found with a high degree of confidence that President Trump is not transmitting the virus. So the NIH, led by Dr. Anthony Fauci, has conducted an independent PCR test and found what it says, a high degree of confidence that the president is not transmitting the virus, therefore clearing him for this one-hour NBC town hall tomorrow night with Savannah Guthrie at 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, Remember, October 15th, tomorrow night, was supposed to be the date of the second debate. Joe Biden is doing his own town hall. NBC and Savannah Guthrie will host a one-hour town hall with President Trump. What's going on, anyone and everyone that might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Smash Global it is, saying howdy, hi there, hey, hello, to the High Holy Three. And of course, those listening in the spirit world, I love you, I miss you. And Triple J, I love you. Hey, hey, hey. Well, we got this uh, president. Going to be doing a town hall, was it tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, on NBC. Boy, you want to talk about walking to the lion's den. Uh, but see, they can't be too tough on him when he's straight there because they ain't never going to come back to there if they play him like that. Ah, right, we're going to talk some politics today, but we're going to have fun talking politics. Fun, fun, fun till daddy takes the politics away. Mark Kaysen's going to be coming in here handling the liberal, liberal side. That'd be good. It'll be about 20 minutes from now, something like that. Early on in the five, got my man Ed Martin. He's going to be taking the conservative side. And sometime before the week is up, we're going to put Super Soul Sister in here, Smart Sister T. And she will handle the I don't give a rat's ass side. It'll all be covered because this is Smash Daily. 4 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday right here on 
WBGZ 107.1 FM, the big C. I tell you, man. I think it's cool. A lot of people are maligning them. But I think it's cool. And that's only because I understand what they're doing. Got the McCloskeys. All right. These are the folks who had the guns, the rifles, when the protesters were marching out in front of their house. And uh, they are eating. <laughs> I go there quite often because they got really good breakfasts. But over at the uh, original Pancake House in Ledoux, um, they're eating over there. So, waitress gets done. They're getting ready to leave. They give her a nice tip, she said. And they also leave her a postcard that they've autographed that shows them in front of their house with their, their guns and rifles. Fantastic. That is collector's item that's going to be worth so much money down the line. And people are over there maligning them, calling them asses, everything. They know what they're doing. The lawyers, they know what they're doing. Even if they don't know what they're doing. The lawyers, they know what they're doing. Speaking of lawyers, I want to say bravo to this uh, Amy Coney Barrett, whatever her name is, Supreme Court uh, trial uh, justice. Man, she handles all those punks who are our representatives. Now, I can't believe how stupid some of them people are. Well, I don't know the way you speak English is pretty stupid. Oh, yeah, but yeah, this is a show, okay? They're supposed to be our representatives, right? I got a degree. Don't worry about me. I mean, you got to be smart to talk this stupid. All right, so understand that. Those folks, those folks, we're giving them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year base. Then you got all these uh, lobbyists who are giving them all kinds of money too. Plus, they're going to have health insurance for the rest of their lives. And these dumbasses are asking dumbass questions of Amy Coney Barrett, whatever her name is. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But hey, the eulogies continue. Renowned blues and soul singer Kim Massey from St. Louis has passed away. Massey was considered one of the most recognizable vocalists in the Midwest. Fox 2's Kelly Hoskins has that story. And the world is all right with me. St. Louis diva Kim Massey has died. The blues and soul singer is recognized across the Midwest, but loved performing in her home city. Touching so many lives, a powerful vocalist, singing not only blues and gospel, but rock, pop, and R&B, and a variety of music. She earned the Best Female Vocalist of the Year Award and starring role in the Black Repertory Theater production of Ain't Nothing But the Blues, a St. Louis singing legend. News of Massey's passing spread online last night with many sharing condolences. The Blues tweeting out, Kim Massey entertained all of us with her amazing voice and pregame rallies and during intermission at Enterprise Center. Our condolences to the Massey friends, family, and fans following her passing on Monday. Vintage Vinyl tweeting, rest in peace to a St. Louis legend. And the president of Board of Aldermen, Louis Reed, posting a St. Louis icon has passed away. Rest in peace, Kim Massey. Massey's soulful voice moved thousands and also touched the lives who performed on the stage with her. She's a beautiful spirit. Uh, she will definitely be missed. You know, her spirits were always lifted. She was just a, a, a genuine good person. She was a queen. She was a she was a, a blues soul diva. 
every every title that you can give a woman with and had the biggest heart ultimate professional one of the greatest entertainments this entertainers this city has seen in in years and decades and i just simply want to say that this city is going to miss her reporting in st louis kelly hoskins fox 2 news kim massey you are loved tell you what i watched her through the years i watched her go undergo the problem that she had with her health but kim massey kept on rolling and especially in the entertainment business because you got your ups and downs, you in, your outs, you got your positive people, you got the people who screw you left and right for no reason whatsoever, but they screw. But Kim Massey kept persevering. Bravo to you, baby. I want to play some Kim Massey. My man Papa Ray, owner of Vintage Vinyl. My man Tom Ray, cool Papa Ray, is going to be talking with us about Kim Massey come Friday. We're going to do a nice salute to her at that time. But right now, let's get into Kim Massey. A lot of people know her as a blues singer. She could sing anything. But on the bluesy side, this is from an album called Soul Serenade. You're digging the smash right here. It's WBGZ 107.1 FM.
y'all. All right. Give it to me. 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 Kim Massey. Every time I go see her, she say, you're, what's his name? She'd always point at me and say, you're, what's his name? I always laughed. It was fantastic. Kim Massey, rest in peace, of course. Do a nice tribute to her come uh, Friday with my man uh, Papa Ray. And Papa Ray is the owner of Vintage Vinyl. If anybody knows music in this town, it's Papa Ray. So he's going to be on Friday with me right here on WBGZ, where coming up in just a couple, two, three minutes, Mark Kaysen's going to join in here. We're going to do politics, schmolitics from the liberal side, because he knows that side, he handles that side. Coming up here on Smash Daily. I am where you's at. On 1071 The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Smash with the here. You have opportunity to win for yourself a magnificent fire pit for your great outdoors. All right? Whether it be on the deck you presently got or the deck that you have built for you. Or you have repaired for you. Or have built for you. By Jersey County Fence and Deck. JCFDonline.com. JCFDonline.com. That's their web address. You get on over there. You see all the decks they've built. You see all the fences they've put up. You see the quality work. You see the opportunity to get yourself in right now at 10% off labor. So that's a nice savings for you. But while you're there at the website, get registered to win that fire pit. This ain't no giant fire pit. This is like quality all the way. It's a big fire pit. Yours if you win it. And we're going to give this thing away. December 18th, right here on Smash Daily at WBGZ. But when you register to win that fire pit, let them know you heard about it here on WBGZ. And you have opportunity twice now because they'll give you two winning tickets to go with instead of one. So take advantage of that. So now you got two ways that you could win. That way and this way. And instead of just going uno on the drawing, you have a double chance to win, all right? That's what I'm telling you. Take advantage of it. JCFDonline.com for Jersey County Fence and Deck. Smash, smash, digging a smash. All the world of a sound, easy to sleep. People everywhere just want to be free. Listen, please, listen, that's the way it should be. Peace in the valley, people got to be free. All right, all right, all right.
1967. October of 1967. Started my first band, Frenchie and the Wee Wees at Shortridge High School in Indianapolis. Modeled ourselves after those boys right there, the young rascals. Let's get to this young man right here. And that is Mark Kaysen, buddy. Always glad to have you on these airwaves. And Mark's going to talk to us about what's going on, at least coming in from the liberal side. How are you faring on this beautiful day, my man? Yeah, I'm doing great. And by the way, that 1967 was a heck of a year. Yeah, it, it was, man. I tell you it what, was. I, I was fortunate, and, and you're of the same demographic, shall we say. And I That's just right. fortunate to be able to grow up in that civil rights period and that era of Woodstock and, you know, the fight in Vietnam and all that stuff. And, man, it was just an amazing thing to see. And the crazy part about it right now, Mark, is all that stuff that's going down now is kind of like, wow, we've just done like 360 degrees, complete full circle. We're back to that same stuff, only 21st century version, you know? It is incredible, really, when when, when you think about it. And I know... When I think back to, to that, that time, I, I went to Washington, D.C. And, and, and watched the United States Senate debate yeah. the Vietnam War. Yeah. And here we are today watching the Judiciary Committee yep. debating a, a new member of the Supreme Court, possibly. So, you know, it just never ends. It just it keeps ends. on going. Yeah. I'm going to fire off for you six different points here, six different sound bites. And on the end of them, I'll come back to you and ask you in 30 seconds to give us a, an opinion therein. You ready for that? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to go first. <laughs> I'll be really interested to see what you say right here. This is Donald Trump, Presidente. Talking about suburban women. I mean, here's one that, that's incredible. Destroy your suburbs. Okay, so they talk about the suburban women. And somebody said, I don't know if the suburban woman likes you. I say, why? But we had this. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> they said they may not like the way you talk, but I'm about law and order. I'm about having you safe. I'm about having your suburban communities I, I don't want to build low-income housing next to your house, okay, if that's okay. But suburban women, they should like me more than anybody here tonight because I ended the regulation that destroyed your neighborhood. I ended the regulation that brought crime to the suburbs, and you're going to live the American dream, and that's what you're going to do. So can I ask you to do me a favor? Suburban women, will you please like me? I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? <laughs> so, Mark, what do you say to all that, my man? Well, I, I think it was only appropriate that you brought up this, this thing about the civil rights movement. Yes. Because, let's face it, the man said, I saved you from black people. That's more, what he said. More or less, that's exactly what he was saying. That is 100%. There was nothing else coming out of his mouth but right. but pure racism, hatred, and, and, and it is not going to work because those suburban women, by 30 points, are against him, and they're white, and they're against him. Yeah. The thing about this whole deal is that 
he is almost like a character asking for a caricature because what he's asking for is almost an impossibility because those women do not take to him. And yet at the same time, he's trying to get them to through these bills and everything he's trying to get passed, if not passed. And it's like, hey, Don, on it, man. Forget that part of it because that ain't going to work for you. Let me slide on to this next thing here. A-C-B. A C B. Amy Coney Barrett. All right. Yep. Trump wants her on the Supreme Court. Here is a little something from yesterday. I'm concerned that what President Trump wants here couldn't be clearer. That he's trying to rush this nomination ahead so you might cast a decision, a vote in his favor in the event of a disputed election. I certainly hope that all members of the committee have more confidence in my integrity than to think that I would allow myself to be used as a pawn to decide this election for the American people. That was a nice uh, answer to, to that uh, question there. What'd you say to it? First of all, it was a nice answer. And not only do I agree with many very excellent liberal constitutional law professors, of which I happen to be one, yeah. taught for taught constitutional law here for 11 years now at Fontbonne University. Yep. And, and I have to tell you that she is highly qualified, and I would have absolutely no problem with her on the Supreme Court, although I disagree with everything that she would do. But she, she certainly is qualified to be on the court. She's a legal scholar, yep. and that's, that's the requirement. But there is a problem. All right. They stole a, a Supreme Court nomination from Barack Obama, and that, that's what this is all about. Yeah. It's not about uh, Amy Coney Barrett. If, if I were in her position, I would say, look, I want to be on the court, and I hope I get picked. But this time, I'm not taking it. But I know she's going to. Sure. I understand. Yeah. But, but Trump, really, what he has said is the worst of the worst. And, and, and she, he, look, he has said that he would not even possibly agree to a peaceful transfer of power. But, but she's not like that. And I think, I think she was honest in what she said. I tell you, one of the things I dug about it is she ain't using notes, man. She's just firing off the top of her head. I, I find that quite admirable myself. Let's go yeah, ahead. I mean, we'll go that, ahead. Uh, that's good. I, I would expect that, though, yeah. but that's good. All right, let's go to Kamala Harris, all right? She, of course, yep. uh, up for uh, vice president of the United States. I'm going to play you a little bit of this, and I'm going to come back and tell you what the problem with all this is here. She was, to use a term, grilling uh, ACB. Here she goes. Senator Harris. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, first, I want to extend greetings to Judge Barrett, and uh, I look forward to our conversation this evening. Thank you, Senator. Uh, thank you. Uh, before I begin, I, I want to just take a moment to talk directly with the American people uh, about where we are and how we got here. So we are in the middle of a deadly pandemic that has hit our country harder than any other country in the world. More than 215,000 of our fellow Americans have died, and millions more, including the president, Republican members of this committee, and more than 100 frontline workers here at the Capitol complex have been infected. This pandemic has led to an historic economic crisis, causing millions of workers 
to lose their jobs without warning, and 12 million Americans have lost their employer-based health insurance. The Senate, I strongly believe, must be and needs to be laser-focused on you, the American people, to help you get through this pandemic. To do so, the Senate urgently needs to pass critical financial relief. Now, I'm going to stop her right there, and i tell you why, Mark. It's because she wasn't questioning ACB. She took her time to get to that. She's campaigning over here. This ain't about campaigning. This is about questioning this young lady to see about putting her on the Supreme Court, man. I had to stop her right there because I was sick of it because she's just playing like she shouldn't be playing. Yeah. Well, first of all, I understand your point. Mm-hmm. I, I think she made a, a very good point, however, that, that we should not be doing this right now. Instead of, of pushing through a nomination, when, when absolutely all the Republicans have said that they would have never done anything like this, but of course now they are, instead what they should be doing is exactly what she said, which is developing a plan to deliver money to the people of this country who are desperate. Well, that's, and I think I think from yeah. that standpoint, she's yeah. correct. But she also did a fabulous job, in my opinion, when she questioned the the nominee. Mm-hmm. I thought she did an excellent job of of bringing her to several key issues having to do with the nomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't aimed against her. It was actually aimed against Trump. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought appropriately. Mm-hmm. I see. I thought inappropriately because this is about ACB, not about Trump. It's about ACB getting in as the correct kind of justice mind to serve correctly on the Supreme Court. But that's just, uh, you know, me versus you, I guess. By no, the way. No, no, no. But you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But the, the only way I differ with what you're saying, normally I would say you're right. But given the fact that that they did what they did to Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what this is that. about. Yeah, I, I understand that angle too, yeah. Because they yeah. did. They did that to Mr. Garland. Uh let me let me ask you just real, real quick before I get to the, the final point here. Um you know those suits that you you wear all the time, you know, even when you're the only guy who's still wearing a suit and being on the radio, you know? From the, what is it, St. Louis Suit Company? Is that what it is? Yeah, the St. Louis Suit Company in Clayton, of course. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I, I, right now, I'm dressed in, in a, a very nice suit because that's just what I do. In fact, yeah. I dress up in a nice suit whenever I'm being bad politically because <laughs> I always thought that it would protect me. Uh, you thought it was a sort suit of was. some. Right. Yeah, some some kind of a magical protection. Yes, right. Well, I tell you what, man, I uh, got a wedding coming up pretty soon. I thought to myself, dag, I got to go get me a suit. And so I'm thinking, you know, I haven't worn shark skin in a long time. They still make shark skin, do you know? You know, they, they actually do. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, it's it's not my pick. But mm-hmm. I will it's say that, uh, <laughs> that, that, you know, you you would probably love the place. Yeah. But 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 one other thing. Yeah. You're gonna walk in there. You're gonna you get your suit, and it'll be a good price and all that. Yeah. But the the thing is, I'll, I'll guarantee you, you'll walk out of there with five or ten ties at five dollars oh, yeah. a piece. It's ridiculous. Five dollars. Wow. Five five dollars. Nice. And you'll look at the ties and you'll say, wait a minute, these can't be five dollars. Yeah, because they're but, quality but they type are. of ties, huh? 
Beautiful. Let me ask you this, man. I'm thinking to myself, get myself a shark skin suit because I don't think anybody wears shark skin anymore. And I'd be pimping like I was in my younger days because I was pimping in my shark skin. So I got my Stacey Adams ready to go. I got my hat with the feather in it. I'm just ready to go pimping at the wedding because nobody wears shark skin anymore. The last guy I saw wearing shark skin was Travolta in one of them uh, movies that he was in. Yeah, probably so. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we can also get some photographers there to make sure we get it on record. Okay. Let me go to one final thing here with you. All right, here's what it is. This, to me, when when he said this at the end of this, I thought to myself, you have got to be essing me. But here we go, Professor. Listen to this. Since you became a legal adult, have you ever made unwanted requests for sexual favors or Wrong committed one. any verbal or physical harassment or assault of a sexual nature? No, Senator Hirono. Have you ever faced discipline or entered into a settlement related to this kind of conduct? No, Senator. I tell you what, I was ahead of myself, but let's go to that question right there. It's, well, that was, it was stupid. What? What kind of question was that? In front of her stupid. kids. In front of her kids. I mean, it didn't have anything to do with anything. Terrible. It, look, I, I understand that, that, that there's no question that, that there was a high probability yeah. that Kavanaugh was involved in something inappropriate when yeah. he was a kid. Yeah. But that, what does that have to do with, with her? Nothing. Well, all right. What does that have to do with, in reality, yeah, nothing. Let me go to the last one here because I got out of jump. Uh, let's go to this one right here. Now, this is Pence at the end of that debate and everything. And here's what he says. And I just think what he said was so preposterously stupid. But see what you think. You're, you're professorial and I am but a layman trying to get himself a shark skin suit. Here we go. We can debate vigorously as Senator Harris and I have on this stage tonight. But when the debate is over, we come together as Americans. If that ain't pie in the sky BS, I don't know what, man. How about you? I'd say that's about nearly as stupid as Ted Cruz today saying the Democrats wanted the murderers and rapists to vote. Well, and he said that he said that today, which, like and, that? and that's about as ridiculous wow. as as what Pence said as well. But wow. Pence might have been a little better. Yeah, well, it's about as ridiculous as he looks with a beard. But that's just me thinking. <laughs> I, <laughs> he looks bad. I agree. He, he needs to shave bad. it. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time here. That's Mark Kaysen. Not, not should I call you Professor from now on? Because no, nah, I'd be good. You just. All right. Call me bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Bad Boy. That's your new that's your new rap name, my man. Professor Bad Boy at the turntables. All there right, Professor go. Bad Boy. We'll catch up with you. Well, we got the uh, town halls on uh on tomorrow night. I guess right. I'll catch up with you on Friday. What do you say? Sounds good. All right, that's Mark Kaysen right there. Smash Daily right here.
listen to the Smash Daily Podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, and the new home at Amazon Music. Smashdaily.com. Got a remodeling job, got a shed, got a house you're building, whatever it is. Everything you need, materials, tools, expertise is waiting for you at Fisher Lumber, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, Fisher Lumber. They've been in East Alton for 75 years. They've been serving the community that long. And the reason they can stay in business that long is because they've been serving the community. Community knows whenever you need anything for a home remodeling project, from a home building project, whatever it might be, everything is there at Fisher Lumber. F-I-S-C-H-E-R, FisherLumber.com. Standing six foot one, weighing don't even think about it. Five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash, the smash, big bad smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Well, let me get to football, and that's my man Carl Sides right here. Let me do this and this. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you. And doink. How you doing, partner? I'm doing great. Now I've been schooled on Professor Bad Boy. I love Professor Bad Boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's his new name, man. Professor Bad Boy. That's good. That's good. Mark Kaysen is now Professor Bad Boy. You know, uh, he uh, teaches over at uh, Fontbonne College at constitutional law type stuff. I remember I applied for a job as a um, as a professor over there at Fontbonne, a professor of media and all that, you know. And uh, there you go. I, I filled out everything, gave it to the Board of Regents and all that. You know, this is, I'd say, maybe about 15 years ago, something like that. Because I used to give speeches over there all the time to the kids about media and all that. And so handed everything in. And they brought me into a meeting with the Board of Regents and the faculty. And they asked me, you know, what makes me think I can be a professor? I told them because I know the game. All right. Yeah, I teach the kids the game. Of, lifetime of experience. Exactly right. Because they said to me, I'm sorry, Mr. Ben Ruby. I was going to be a Professor Ben Ruby. I was going to call myself Professor Smash. But there you go. They said, Mr. Ben Ruby, we cannot bring you on to the the faculty here at Fontbonne, how come? Well, you don't have a master's degree. You got a, a four-year bachelor's degree from Indiana University, but you ain't got a master's degree. All our people have a minimum of a master's degree here at Fontbonne. I said, well, yeah, I do have a master's degree. Well, we didn't see it on your resume. I said, my master's degree comes from, because they asked me, what school is it from? I said, it comes from the University of Doing It. <laughs> Oh, that's what they did. They laughed at me and said, "Thank you for being here." And we had a good laugh, but that was that was that was it. We had a good laugh, and uh, anyway, we all went our uh, merry ways. But that was my experience of trying to be a professor. I didn't know you had to have a, like a master's degree minimum, so you got to be yeah, like way I, I, way smarter I'm, than me. I'm, I would never apply, so you're yeah. a step ahead of me. Well, I'm, I'm an applier, man. I'm just an applier. But let's apply our knowledge through you. 
Because if anybody knows football, it's this guy right here. Carl Sides is his name. And we're going to take you to the sides line as far as football is concerned because this is a man who is the outsider. Indeed, he is a part of the NFL Hall of Fame. There's a fans division. And the way he represented fandom here while the Rams were in St. Louis, they said, yeah, we got to put Carl in the Fans Hall of Fame. And I don't know if they got a statue there for you, but if they don't, then shoot, I always fancy myself to be a sculptor. You let me know, man. I'll build something. That's just me. You get, to, you get started on that. You have about a year me. and a half so we go up to Canton <laughs> and put Isaac Bruce in. We'll, we'll oh, yeah. unveil it then. That's right. That's what we'll do. <laughs> hey, so let me let me just ask you real, real quick. Uh, what happened? Because I notice now that, at least the places I look, they're blurring the injury that happened to Cam, not Cam Newton, to uh, Dak, Dak uh, Prescott. Dak Prescott. And I got to see it before they start blurring the because the, the injury is grotesque. But his ankle was going backwards this way, and his good foot was going forwards that way. It's like, oh, that had to hurt probably worse than Theismann's deal where his deal was cracked in half. This got, what's going on with Dak Prescott? Um, Yeah, basically, you know, a lot of people bag on Dak, you know, as a, you know, especially Dallas fans, not being the guy, the quarterback that they want, Mm -hmm. but the guy's tough as nails. And if you saw the game, you know, he was tackled his, his, and they rolled his ankle underneath him, dislocated it. And at the time, I guess he's so pumped up, you know, in in yeah, the mode right. that he has thought he saw the ankle dislocated. Mm. So he just thought it was dislocated. So he starts beating his ankle on the turf oh, to try man. to pop it yeah, back in right, socket, right, right. not knowing they had a compound fracture. Ooh, yeah, and you nailed it on the head. It was Thiesman S. That's why they're blurring it because yeah. it's it, it'll it'll make you lose your lunch. It, it was it and, was yeah. Pretty horrid, but and for him to not even—I mean, he's—he—he he didn't even call the the people with the stretcher. He said they're trying to pop his ankle back in. Yeah. Once yeah. he figured out that that wasn't the case, then yeah. they took him off. And yeah. I think once his, you know, adrenaline settled down, then the pain started in on him. Yeah, I bet. So he's out for this season definitely, and hopefully he can come back next next year because uh, they say he should be ready by training camp as far as in, injuries concerned, but. Holy mackerel! I'd be I'd be kind of like afraid at first if I was him, at least walking wise. Well, it's five to six months recovery, and right, then right. again, you have physical therapy. Yeah, it's and it's the the thing that no one understands. Oh, yeah, he'll be he'll be able to walk, he'll be able to play, but it's going to be arthritic. You know, anytime uh, you have this kind of injury, yeah, you're going to have arthritis, and yeah. it's going to be it's it, you're not going to be the same. Yeah, right. So, on. and we talked about this. You know, before the season started, that you know he signed the tender, the 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 the, the tag, yeah, playing a one year, becoming a free agent. Yeah, this was the worst thing that could have happened to Dak yeah, Prescott. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, let's slide over to what's the the name of that redheaded kid who's uh, going to be the quarterback now? Andy Dalton. I think he's a, a boy. They made a good choice bringing him in to back up Dak because I think he's, you, he's definitely got a ready. Guy that's got starting experience. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, got a career, I think, seventy or sixty percent percent passing rating. Mm-hmm. Um, can definitely handle the offense, and you know you've got Ezekiel Elliott. You can just feed the ball to. Mm-hmm. So you're not, and luckily you're in the worst division in football. So yeah, you right. may you may make the playoffs with a 
six and ten record. Yeah, so. and that's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so let's slide over. And were you surprised at how strong the Titans were against the Buffalo's Bills? Very much so. Yeah. Um, you've got the Tennessee Titans, who are the the poster children for the NFL and COVID. Yeah. Um, practiced one time. They had one practice in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And they came out and smoked an undefeated Buffalo Bills team. They did, man. It was really a beauty to watch. That guy, what's that uh, running back's name? Henry, whatever his uh, first name. Derrick Henry. Yeah, what a monster that dude is, man. I love that guy. And, I mean, honestly, you gotta, you got to be happy for Ryan Tannehill, who yeah. who survived Miami to yeah. be reborn in Tennessee yeah, and, exactly. and you know, fit right in. And now they're, you know, looking like one of the stronger teams in the AFC. Yeah. And uh, I got the, at least as far as ESPN is concerned, I got the NFL power rankings. You want to go through them with me? Sure. You got uh, something else uh, we need to drop before we do this? Well, uh, we'll, we can touch on, uh, you know, the coaching carousel has started, you know, into overdrive. Let's go. You know, Dan Quinn finally was fired in Atlanta. Thank God. was he? Ah, Okay, I didn't know that. Thank God yeah, you say he, why. Yeah. Arthur Blank finally gave him the heave ho after the zero and five start. Yeah, so he's out. And uh, that's it. At the next one on the on the on the hit parade is probably going to be Adam Gase in New York for the yeah. Jets. Yeah, yeah. And Doug Marone for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. This will not be. You know, we're going to have probably five coaches fired this year. Yeah. Huh? How about that Romeo? Uh, what's uh, his name? Romeo Cornell. Yeah. Do you think he might get that job in uh, Texas? I, I it, it all depends on what Dabo Sweeney does with Clemson. Good point. If Dabo wants the job, he's going to get it. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. But if point. he says no, I think you you know I think Romeo's learned from his stint in Cleveland. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, he could definitely definitely do better. Yeah. He could do better than Bill Bryant did. Yeah. He was terrible. But so, yeah, nothing yeah. nowhere but up. How big would Dabo be there in that Texans uh, uh, office, man? It, it, it would, they would be crazy for him, I would think. Oh yeah, they yeah. would love it. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I can only imagine. They, they, he'd be the you know they probably like him almost as much as JJ Watt. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the thing with Watt is he is he is a Texan. He I don't think he's going anywhere. It don't matter he's, if he gets done it, with the. Houston team, he's just going to stay there, and that's going to be it. Yeah, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Nah, he's, 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 he's a, that's his home, and that's where he's going to stay, yeah, and yeah. he'll continue to, you know, hopefully coach and work work with the defense once he's retired. But right now, you know, just do what you got to do, and you know, keep the town on your back, and yep. JJ just keep sacking quarterbacks. All right, so I got uh, about two minutes left here. All right. Let's go. Here are oh, the power, power rankings. rankings. Power rankings. This is ESPN. You would think ESPN would be a good power ranker. Number five is yeah. is yeah. Number five is Buffalo. Number four is the Ravens. Number three is the Chiefs. Number two is the Packers. Number one team in the NFL at this point in time is the Seahawks. Your opinion? Okay. Well, we're gonna drop Buffalo right away. Ah, <laughs> they're, right. they're done. Yeah. After I would put Tennessee there. Um, after that game, yeah, uh, Baltimore, yeah, I'm good with that. Kansas City, I'm good with that. I'm gonna flip two and one. Oh, really? You gonna you gonna put the after Packers watching in front? Uh, Seattle? Yeah, struggle against Minnesota. Yeah, and should have lost the game if uh, you know the coach from the Vikings isn't an arrogant idiot yeah. and kicks the field goal instead of going for it on fourth and one. Right. Seattle loses that game. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm definitely flipping two and yeah. one. 
But that's uh, Green Bay's the strongest team right now in the league. That's Carl Sides from the Sides line. Appreciate you uh, being on the airwaves today, my man. Yeah, we'll we'll talk again next week after the everything shakes down this weekend. Exactly right. And tell Tony I said hi. Tell her I love her, and I appreciate you being I will on. I it, sir. Smash day it is. It's WBGZ one hundred seven point one FM. The Big Z. Yeah.